Welcome back to the Design Your Dream Your podcast, a place where we discuss all things mindset, manifestation, self-healing, and development to help you create the most fulfilling, freeing, fun, and abundant life possible. I'm your host, Allison, back with another episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you are having an absolutely lovely day. I know that I am because it has been gently raining and thunderstorming all day long, and I am obsessed with thunderstorms. I love the sound of the rain. I love the relaxing rumble of thunder off in the distance. So it has been absolutely divine. And on top of that, I am sipping a cup of the Tazo Glazed Lemon Loaf Tea. Oh my goodness. Okay, can I just say that if you like to drink tea and you also like lemon baked goods, then you have got to try this flavor. I am obsessed with it. It's my favorite tea flavor. Well, one of them, and it is simply divine. It, 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 Tastes like you're drinking a liquid lemon baked good. That description didn't sound very appetizing, but I can promise you it's really delicious. So anyway, highly recommend that tea flavor. And then to top it off, about 10 minutes ago, I just saw not one, but two chipmunks in my backyard. And I don't know about you, but I find chipmunks to be the cutest freaking creatures ever. I absolutely love them. My brain basically starts short-circuiting with cuteness when I see them. I love their little stripes and their little eyes and the way they move and their little bushy tails and they're just so freaking cute. So when I see one, it totally makes my day. And I saw not one, but two, so my day has been doubly made. But anyway, that is not what I'm here to talk about today, (laughs) even though I probably could do a podcast episode on chipmunks. Today I wanna talk about the difference between your intuition and your ego. Specifically, how can you tell the difference between which one are you listening to right now, right? We all have that monkey mind, that sort of endless loud chatter going on. And we also have these like nudges. And sometimes it can be really confusing to tell like, okay, is it my intuition telling me to do this thing? Or is it my mind telling me to do this thing? How do I know the difference? And by the way, I do have an episode all about intuition from back in September 2020. And that episode is all about how your intuition communicates plus five ways to activate and strengthen it. So if you have not heard that episode, I would definitely give it a listen to after this one. And I don't know the episode number, but if you just scroll down my episode list, you will see it, it aired back on September 29th, 2020. So that episode goes in depth specifically about how your intuition shows up and communicates. So like, you know, maybe you see these angel numbers or maybe you have a certain body sensation, like getting goosebumps, all of those things. And then here's how you can strengthen your intuition and really activate it. So that's what that episode is all about. So this one is gonna be more about, like I said earlier, how do we tell the difference between the two? And I think it's really important because your intuition is trying to lead you to your desired outcomes in the fastest, easiest way possible. And if you just Google the definition of intuition, the first thing that comes up is the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. 
a thing that one knows or considers likely from instinct, instinctive feeling rather than conscious reasoning. And scientists have a whole bunch of theories about what the intuition is and exactly, you know, where does it come from? But ultimately, you know, they're kind of stumped by this thing that we all have, this sort of inner GPS, this just knowing that doesn't make any logical sense, that appears to come out of nowhere. And this thing that is so valuable that Albert Einstein, who I quote all the time because I love physics, I love all things space and learning about how the universe works and the science and stuff like that, but he's, uh, Albert Einstein famously said, the intuitive mind is a sacred gift and the rational mind is a faithful servant. We have created a society that honors the servant and has forgotten the gift. And he also said, the intellect has little to do on the road to discovery. There comes a leap in consciousness, call it intuition or what you will, the solution comes to you and you don't know how or why. I personally like to think of your intuition as how your higher self communicates to you. It is your, you know, you can say your higher self, it can be your soul, you can call it the universe, God, whatever, the higher infinite intelligence that knows all, sees all, smells all. But I see it as your higher self communicating to you, trying to lead you down the path of least resistance towards your desired outcomes, taking you on the best route possible for your life. And, you know, tons of famous people, Steve Jobs, uh, Albert Einstein, as I just mentioned, Steven Spielberg, um, Oprah Winfrey, Nikola Tesla, David Lynch, Paul McCartney, all of these people who have had these, you know, big discoveries or successes in their lives, they all attribute these discoveries and successes to listening to their intuitive nudges. And so if we could learn how to distinguish, okay, is this my intuition, then that would give us the confidence to follow it. I truly believe that your intuition cannot lead you in the wrong direction. I am sure you've had times in your life where you just had a deep knowing, like a gut instinct where you just knew something was, you know, going to happen before it actually happened. Or you had a feeling about someone when you met them, maybe that they were not on the up and up, but then you're like, you ignored your intuition and you went out with them anyway, or you did business with them anyway. And that relationship turned out to be toxic, toxic or sour or not in your best interest. And so I'm sure you can think of times where you just had this knowing you don't know how you know, you just, you don't know where it came from, but you just know. And then in hindsight, you either were like, oh man, like I knew it. Or, oh yes, I knew this was going to work out because I listened to my intuition. I can think of so many different times where I have just had these knowings that don't make any sense. Like, for example, I had an intuitive nudge about my now husband being the one, the quote unquote, the one like a month after we met. Basically a month after we met, I was like, this guy is the one. 
I am totally going to propose to him. We're going to get married. He's the one I am to spend my life with. He is in line with my vision. And yet it didn't make logical sense because logically I'm like, well, we've only known each other for a month. This doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, and then all these fear thoughts start creeping up about how it doesn't actually make sense. But I can't explain the deep gut feeling of just complete and utter certainty, no question, that he was the one. Or like all of the times where I have listened to my intuition in my business to get to certain outcomes. Like, for example, um, back in 2017, I was really struggling at the time at the beginning of that year because I was feeling really burnt out and I didn't know how to grow my business without like overextending my capacity. I was kind of already, you know, burning all the cylinders and I wanted to take my business to new heights, but I didn't have any more time and I was spinning all my wheels. And so I was really clear on this outcome that I wanted, but I didn't know how to get it. And I had this intuitive nudge to check out this podcast that had been in my podcast suggestions called the Mind Your Business Podcast, which is hosted by my now real life friend and business mentor, James Wedmore. And so I listened to the podcast and all of this to say is that my intuition told me to join his program that he runs uh, once a year called Business by Design. And it was uh, way out of my comfort zone with the price at that time. Uh, one of the biggest investments that I had made, but I just knew deep down in my gut that it was going to be the quickest, easiest route to where I wanted to go to getting the results that I wanted in my business. And come to turn out that not only was it the route to all of the desired outcomes that I wanted, but then it led to so much more opening up in my life. It led me down the path to all of this inner discovery and this whole spiritual sort of awakening that I had. I can think of times where my intuition, oh, like with my business now, I remember I was on a walk and I was trying to, at that point, feeling really confused about what direction to take my business. This is back when I was teaching business, when I, you know, when this podcast was called the Take Imperfect Action Podcast. But anyway, the idea for my now business, Design Your Dream Year, all of the products, everything, the complete setup, the structure, it all came to me within like two minutes when I was on a walk and I wasn't trying to think about it. It just all, it just downloaded as they say, or, um, like the time, or there was a time where my intuition kicked in. I was storm chasing. Yes. I love storm chasing. If you ever saw Twister from back in like, what year was that? Like nineties, um, where they're chasing tornadoes. That is what I actually do during the springtime. But there was a particular instance one time in 2011, where I was chasing with my two partners, my chase mates, and we were in a very dangerous situation. It was the infamous EF5 Joplin tornado it ended up unfortunately killing, I think like 180 people, something insane. But all of this to say is that my intuition saved us that day. I, we logically, there was this route that would have made sense for us to take, but I just knew in my gut, if we did that, we were going to die. And so, uh, all of that to say is that my intuition kicked in real hard and we lived that day because of it. So <laughs> I'm not even sure where I was going with this, but I'm pretty sure I was getting to the point of like, 
how your intuition shows up and why it's important, how it can lead you to these breakthroughs, how it can lead you to maybe saving your life or someone else's, how it can lead you to your desired outcome. And again, I see your intuition as the fastest and easiest way to get from point A to point B. It is trying to get you there. But we all have an ego. <laughs> that often loud voice in our head that really just wants to keep us safe. And the issue that can sometimes arise is that oftentimes what our ego is telling us often contradicts what our intuition is telling us. It's kind of like this back and forth. And so knowing the difference between the two is like knowing the difference between good advice and bad advice, i.e. Uh, advice that will either propel us forward towards what we want to manifest or advice that is just going to keep us stuck repeating old patterns. And everyone has both an intuition and an ego. And what I want to say here is that they are both helpful and they are both necessary for your survival. So Sometimes we can kind of demonize the ego as this big, awful thing that we need to eliminate. I don't agree with that. Your ego is here to help you survive. It's that instinctual part of you that is, you know, uh, which we're actually going to go into here in a little bit, but it's that part of you that is here to keep you alive on this planet in your body. But too often we let our ego run the show which will keep us stuck repeating patterns and exactly where we are uh, instead of following our intuition because our ego is to keep us safe. That's its sole purpose is to keep us alive. And our ego therefore deems anything new, even if it is um, the better, it, even, if, even if there is something better for us, it perceives anything as new as unsafe. Because anything new in your ego's, you know, in your ego's viewpoint is unpredictable. Therefore, it wants to keep you exactly where you are, doing exactly what you've always done, even if where you are right now is actually not great. Even if where you are right now has sort of hurt you in the past, it doesn't matter because in your ego's mind, you're still alive, right? So even if it's not great, well, we know that if we stay here and if we keep doing this thing, at least we're going to be alive versus, well, who knows after we, if we go after this big dream, like that's unpredictable and we could die. So, <laughs> so your ego is not a bad guy. It's just like your overly concerned, you know, friend trying to keep you safe and your intuition is trying to beckon you towards that maybe slightly scary looking path, but it's the path that is going to get you to where you really want to go. I'm talking on a soul level in the fastest, easiest way possible. So I wrote down a difference, like a list of differences between the ego and the highest self or uh, your intuition, your soul, the way it all communicates. Um, and then I also wrote down a list of ways of how to distinguish between the two. So first, I'm just going to read through some of the kind of key differences between the ego and your intuition. And then we'll talk about specifically like, you know, well, how can I tell the difference of which one is communicating to me right now?
Now, before we dive in, as always, if you would like more in-depth, step-by-step help with all things manifestation, and you're ready to start living your most fun, fulfilling, and abundant life right now, then be sure to check out my Design Your Dream Vision Workshop. This is my powerful five-day workshop where you'll get crystal clear on what you would like your life to look and feel like, what goals you want to manifest over the next 12 months and beyond, and you'll get a customized step-by-step roadmap for exactly how to manifest those goals as quickly and easily as possible. Yes, I am sharing my unique and non-traditional goal manifesting process. This is the same process that I've used myself year after year to consistently hit even my most quote unquote, impossible goals and to transform any area of my life into exactly what I've envisioned for myself, whether it was hitting a financial goal that seemed out of reach, meeting and marrying my dream partner, getting my dream apartment. Y'all, this process works for any area of your life. So if you would like to experience more confidence, certainty, and guidance when it comes to manifesting, and you are ready to intentionally create the best dadgum year of your life, then go sign up for my Design Your Dream Vision workshop where you will get instant and lifetime access. To get the workshop, just go to designyourdreamyear.com forward slash vision or click the link that I will have for you below in the show notes. So some key differences between your ego and your intuition. Like I said, your ego, it's designed to keep you safe. So it's important. Your intuition is designed to lead you to your desired outcome. Your ego is the wounded child part of you. Your intuition is that unlimited evolved part of you. The ego is focused on survival, so it's constantly looking to see what is wrong or what is missing from your life. And your intuition is focused on the big picture. It sees you know, all of the possible options. It knows the fastest, best way to get you to where you would like to go. Your ego, it lives in the past and it lives in the future. It's always trying to look at the past for clues so that it can then predict your future based on your past, when in reality, that just creates a loop. It is trying to keep you exactly where you are by repeating the past so that it's predictable, whereas your intuition lives in the present moment. That is why it's so important in order to access your intuition. If you listen to that other episode I mentioned at the beginning of this one, that one of the key ways to listen to and strengthen your intuition is being present. Your ego makes fear-based decisions, and your intuition makes faith-based decisions. Your ego sees your identity as everything that has happened up to you, up, okay, I can't talk. (laughs) It sees everything that has happened to you up until this point as I'm this way because blank, and it loves to create labels for you versus your intuition is I am a divine limitless cosmic being and I'm an extension of source energy. There is no labels. Your ego lives in the mind. Your intuition lives in the heart. Your ego tries to keep you in your comfort zone, aka safe. 
your intuition tries to lead you outside of your comfort zone, faith. Your ego sees you as separate from everyone and everything. Your intuition sees you as connected to everyone and everything. And by the way, I am definitely doing an episode about the science behind how everything is actually connected. Separation is just an illusion. Going back to repeating the person I always repeat, Albert Einstein even had a famous quote about how illusion is or uh, separation is an illusion. It's one of the greatest, you know, cosmic jokes, essentially. Um, but I don't remember the quote word for word, and I'll probably butcher it. But I'm going to do a whole episode on the science behind how everything is actually connected. Um, anyway, where was I? Oh, yes, differences between the ego and the intuition. So more differences are your ego focuses on your external physical world and blaming people, blaming circumstances, trying to always be right versus your intuition, your highest self is focusing on your internal world and changing from within to see external changes. Your ego is disconnected from everyone else. It is disconnected from, you know, whatever you want to call it, the universe, God, source, whereas your intuition is connected to source, God, the universe. Your ego is filled with trauma responses, so things that have happened in your past, it's cataloging everything, versus your intuition is expansive in its responses. Our ego only knows the physical realm, so it is that human part of you, that animalistic part of you that is here to keep you safe and alive and it fears death because of mortality, like it fears losing everything. And your intuition, your higher self, knows that you're an eternal being and sees this as a human experience to learn, grow, and evolve. And another side note on this, I don't know if you have ever watched um, near-death experiences. Like I have watched probably, I don't even know, over a hundred of them by now. You can just Google uh, or YouTube actually. Well, you could Google it too, but you could just look up on YouTube near-death experience and tons of stories of people's near-death experiences are told and they are absolutely fascinating. We're where you get to hear from a person who clinically died about what happened when they died. So, you know, there are stories from people who, for example, maybe died on the operating table for, there's one story of a guy who died on the operating table for over 20 minutes, no heart, nothing, no, no brain activity, dead to the point where they were getting his birth or not his birth certificate, his death certificate all ready to go for his wife to sign and then he came back or people who have died for five minutes or they drown and whatever there's like a million stories you can find on youtube there's books there are there are people who were once you know they were doctors and they were really skeptical about anything happening after death and then they died and then they came back and they're like whoa like it definitely changed my perspective on this but um, where was I going with this? Oh yeah, so <laughs> the point I was point I was gonna make by bringing up these near death experiences, other than other than the fact that they're absolutely fascinating to listen to, because there's so many commonalities between them all, 
But one commonality that everyone will tell you who have died is that your ego does not go with you. When you die, when your physical body dies, your consciousness, your spirit, your essence, your soul, whatever you want to call it, continues on. And your ego, that part of you that is always freaking out and overthinking and blah, that part does not come with. Only the part of you that is eternal, that is infinite, um, goes with you. So I think it's like your personality is still intact, but without the ego part. It's kind of hard to explain, but uh, anyway, totally fascinating. So if you want to go down that rabbit hole, I invite you to go down that completely fascinating rabbit hole. So anyway, a couple more differences between the ego versus your intuition. Your ego lives in scarcity, i.e. there's never enough. It's always freaking out. Your intuition lives in abundance from a place of there is always enough. Your ego seeks to prove yourself and your worthiness, whereas your intuition, your highest self, has nothing to prove. It knows you're worthy. It knows you're worthy just for existing. Your ego is very impatient, very rushed. Oh my God, we got to get this done right now. Your intuition is very patient. It's never rushed. Knows there is plenty of time. In fact, it knows that time is just a construct. That's a whole nother rabbit hole for another day. Your ego focuses on self-serving solutions, whereas your higher self and intuition focuses on solutions that are for the good of all. Uh, your ego has um, very little vision and it bases decisions on your past experiences uh, for future predictions to keep you safe, kind of like we already talked about. It's very logical, rational, very linear mind, whereas your intuition comes from a level of awareness that can see beyond what we can see with our human minds. It's often nonlinear, and it is often not going to make sense. I like to describe the intuition as it sees the full picture. Like if you had a map of your life with all the possibilities, all the possible outcomes and the routes to take to get to those outcomes, it's like your intuition sees the bird's eye view of everything. It sees all the possible routes, the best ones to take, the fastest ones to take, all the steps. And so Frequently, it might give you a step to take that won't make sense to you because you don't see how it fits in the big picture, but it sees how it fits in the big picture. And then your ego is trying to keep you the same because the same is safe in its eyes versus your intuition is trying to steer you towards growth and expansion. Your ego is the part of you that needs clarity. It needs to see all the steps in order to feel safe. Versus your intuition doesn't need clarity. It just knows. It just knows the steps and it doesn't need to have, you know, it, it doesn't need all this explanation. And since your intuition is always trying to lead you towards the desired outcomes you want most, it is important to listen and to follow it as much as possible. So now that we kind of have, you know, gone over some of the key differences between the ego, the monkey mind, and, and your intuition, now let's talk about a few ways of like how can you actually 
distinguish those voices in your head. So when you maybe are trying to make a decision about something, maybe it's a decision about uh, something to do in your business, or maybe whether you should quit your job, or should I move to that state? Should I take that apartment? <laughs> Whatever it is, when you hear that voice coming up, is that your ego or is that your intuition? So your ego is a very loud voice. <laughs> it is frantic. It is fearful. It is anxious. Um, it can be really dramatic, rushed energy. Uh, it frequently contradicts itself. So it'll be like, you know, kind of overthinking like, oh, well, maybe I could no, may, oh, you know, you know what? I thought that was a good idea, but it's actually not a good idea. I, I don't think I'm going to do that thing. Well, may, maybe I should. No, no, no. So it's, contra it's kind of running in circles, contradicting itself, very frantic. Um, it, all, it tends to always usually focus on the worst case scenario. Again, because your ego, it's trying to keep you safe, which means keeping you exactly where you are. So it tends to be focused on worst case scenarios. Um, your ego shows up as your inner critic, your, your inner bully. Uh, it's not nice to you. It's telling you all the reasons why you shouldn't, why you can't, why you should stay exactly where you are, why you're not good enough, all of the reasons why you should not do that thing, all of the reasons why that thing is going to fail. Your ego is very resistant to change for the you know, sole purpose of the fact that it doesn't want you to change because <laughs> it sees that as a threat. And so it's going to give you a lot of distractions to keep you the same. So for example, procrastination, sorry, I just clapped my hands really loud. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, procrastination, for example, or um, perfectionism. Those are examples of distractions. Why? Because maybe you have this project you want to do, but your ego, you know, is telling you all these things to do first to get you to avoid actually doing the thing that you want to do. It's giving you all these little distractions to keep you busy so that you don't actually move forward. Um, your ego often feels bad or limiting. And I say bad with quotes. It, it, I think a better word would actually be disempowering, uh, deflating. Like maybe you're excited about something and then your ego chimes in, your monkey mind, and then it kind of deflates you and uh, you know pops your balloon. Um, and, in, and, it, and again, it comes from fear versus your intuition Instead of being loud and frantic and fearful and dramatic, contradicting itself, your intuition comes across as a very quiet voice. It's very, very subtle. Uh, so that's why it's important, as we talk about in that episode, I've mentioned a few times now of how it communicates. That's why it's important to be, you know, doing things like being in the present moment, uh, cultivating ways to strengthen it so that you can actually hear it because it's a very quiet and subtle voice. So if you have a really loud voice that is talking your ear off, you can bet your brightly colored buttons that's probably your ego talking because your intuition is very quiet. It is a very calm and neutral energy. It is not fearful or anxious. It's not dramatic. It's not rushed. Uh, it does not contradict itself. It is very like sure. <laughs> it's not like running around in circles. It is always focused on the best case scenario. It is your 
inner cheerleader, your advocate. It is going to be focused on what is important for your evolvement, even if it is uncomfortable. So unlike your ego, it's not going to be resistant to change. It's not going to be coming up with distractions to keep you safe. It is trying to lead you outside of your comfort zone, down the path towards what you want, which is going to feel uncomfortable because change is uncomfortable. And it's always, and this is, this is one of the bigger things, it's always going to feel good and expansive. When your intuition is communicating, it's not going to feel deflating or disempowering or limiting. It has that feeling of like, oh man, like this is kind of exciting me. It feels good. It feels expansive. Even if it's scary, that's okay. It's a, like, it's like a good kind of scary. You're like, ooh, like I'm kind of nervous, but I'm really excited. And it does not come from fear. It always comes from a place of faith and love. Your ego, on the other hand, going back to your ego, your ego, when it's talking, it often feels like it's in your head. Um, it's overthinking. It's loud. <laughs> I know you could probably relate to that. I, I definitely have struggled with overthinking in the past. It's something that I still have to be really mindful of, but it's that overthinking, voice that feels like it's in your head. It's that voice. Uh, your ego is that voice that makes everything mean something about you. Oh, well, they didn't text me back. That means this. Oh, well, you know, that opportunity, it's not perfectly the way I thought it was going to look. So it must mean this. Um, your ego will also not allow you to like, it doesn't want you to just like sit with something. It doesn't want you to like think about it or, or pray about it or, or to just get time to like cool off or to step away. Like it just wants you to go right into something right now because it always, it's very rushed. Um, it, it comes from a place of I should so anytime that you say, I should, like if you don't really want to do something, but then you're like, well, I should blank. Ha ha. That is a surefire sign that that is your ego talking. The shoulds are ego things. The, the decisions and the actions that come from I shoulds are ego, your monkey mind telling you that you should. Um, it's very circular, uh, obsessive thinking. It's chaotic. It wants you to work from hustle. It wants you to work from logic. It feels like when your ego is communicating, it is pushing you towards something. It's like shoving you. It is giving you a hard kick in the pants and it doesn't feel good versus going back to your intuition. Your intuition often feels like it's in your heart. Uh, like it's in your chest or maybe it's in your gut, like a gut knowing. Um, it doesn't make things mean, th you know, anything about you. It's not trying to label everything. Uh, it doesn't try to push or rush you into a decision or to taking action. It is always going to be calm. It's going to be cool. It's going to be collected. Uh, it's always loving. Uh, the intuition communicates in a very simple format. It's not overly rationalizing uh, the decisions and actions it's trying to get you to take come from what feels right. So a big thing is like ego is often logical. 
versus your intuition. It just feels right. Doesn't need to make sense. As I said earlier, it's often not going to make sense for what it's telling you to do because you can't see the big picture of how all the steps come together, but it can. Um, it's very clear and to the point and simple. It wants you to work from inspired action. And instead of it feeling like you're getting pushed towards something, like your ego is trying to shove you in the direction, your intuition feels like it's pulling you towards something, like in a good way. You just feel pulled to do it. When I have intuitive nudge, when it is my intuition speaking, it feels expansive. It feels like your chest is just kind of expanding and opening up like, ah, like it just feels like I can take a deeper breath of air versus the ego, the monkey mind is often feeling like a contraction, like, like you're closing in on yourself. So your intuition, you got to just basically, you want to become really in tune with your body and your body sensations. So kind of to cap it off, your ego, your monkey mind, when it's communicating to you, it's frantic, it's fear-based, it's rushed, it is uh, always trying to rationalize things, it's very logical, it is, it is fear-based, it is frantic, it is loud, it is circular, overthinking, and your intuition, it is calm, it is quiet, it's very subtle, it is very clear, simple, to the point, it's always coming from love, it is uh, feeling good, it, it feels like it's pulling you towards something even though you're like, I don't know, this doesn't make sense, but I'm just feeling like I need to do this thing. That is your intuition. And I will say that the more you listen to and follow your intuition, the easier it will get, first of all, and the stronger that it will get, and the, and, and the more easily you'll be able to start telling the difference, which is just so valuable. But again, also, the more you listen to and follow your intuition, the faster and easier you're going to get to the desired outcomes that you want most in your life, whatever those are. And the other thing about it is your intuition, it knows what you truly want. So if you right now are maybe working towards something or wanting something that you think you want, but maybe you don't actually want it deep down. Like maybe you're not even aware that you don't actually want it. Maybe it's you think you want it because you see other people having it. It's what people told you, you quote unquote should want. So you're trying to get this outcome in your life or go after this goal or whatever, get this certain job. But if it's not something that your soul wants, that you actually want deep down, your intuition is going to be leading you away from that thing. And it's going to be guiding you towards the other option of what is actually going to expand you the most, fulfill you the most, help you live your best, most fulfilling, incredible life. And, and yeah, so uh, <laughs> those are kind of the key differences. Um, it's, it's something that you can cultivate and it's something that we, I think just, you know, man, if we could just listen to our intuition, like if we all could just listen to our intuition more, I mean, it would save us from so much heartache, so much struggle. I cannot tell you how many, you know, wasted, not wasted. I don't think anything's ever wasted, but how many, I can't tell you how much struggle 
I could have saved myself in various aspects of my life if I had just listened to my intuition. Like all the countless hours of frustration, for example, in my business when there were some things I was struggling with there several years ago where I knew deep down intuitively that I needed to make a particular change, but it didn't make logical sense. So I ignored it forever, which only made things get harder and harder and harder. Or like in my relationship that I had for almost seven years that ended like intuitively, I knew that he was not the one, like this was not the person for me, but yet logically it made sense for us to be together. So I just could not bring myself to end the relationship. So that only prolonged the breakup, which just made it that much more painful, which I talk about, by the way, I think two episodes ago, it was the first episode I recorded uh, after that two plus year hiatus that I took. So that was like one or, yeah, I think it was two episodes ago where I you know, share the six major ways my life has changed. But I think we could save ourselves from so much struggle and heartache if we just listened to our intuition as often as possible and as soon as we hear it. And I think, you know, on that note of listening to your intuition, like allow your ego, allow your, allow your ego to be seen and heard because it is just trying to keep you safe. Um, but then kindly remind it that <laughs> your higher self is running the show and that you are safe and that you are safe to follow the path that your intuition is telling you to take, that it's okay to take that step because if your intuition is telling you to do it, probably the right, the best choice for you. All right. Well, whoo. I feel like that was a lot. Hopefully it wasn't too, uh, too, I feel like when I get excited, I start talking really fast. So <laughs> I have to like consciously check in and like slow myself down a little bit. I get, I get loud and I get fast when I get excited. So hopefully that wasn't too loud and it was not too fast for you, but I hope it was helpful for you. And I hope that it helps you to tell the difference between your ego and your intuition so that you can start making better, more aligned decisions for your life. And uh, if you found it helpful, just send me a message over on the Instagrams. I'm at design your dream year. I would love to hear from you. I check all those messages. I do my best to respond to all those messages and I would love to hear from you. So go ahead and follow your intuition. Um, and that's about all my friend. Thank you so much for listening and remember Every day you have the opportunity to intentionally cultivate the life of your dreams through your thoughts and your actions. You're a freaking powerful creator. So go get out there and live your best life. And I will see you in the next episode.